Hi, this is Kristen Cabrera, reporter-producer from the Texas Standard. One of the coolest things about working on the show is getting to tell stories from my community, like this one I did on high school UAL Mariachi. But you know, this is Texas. You'd be hard-pressed to go a week without hearing. Dun-dun! Listen anytime to the Texas Standard, wherever you get your podcasts. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Hey there, you're listening to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that formed and transformed them. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and for a decade of my life, I was a touring musician with the band Asleep at the Wheel. And my favorite moments were always before or after the gig when people would sit around and play the music they were into and tell you why they loved it. I got off the road a couple of years ago, but I still long to talk to musicians about music. And so I created this podcast because, in my opinion, musicians are the most beautiful when they're talking about the music that changed them. In this episode, I got to chat by phone with Carrie Brownstein from Slater Kinney. In August, they released their ninth album, The Center Won't Hold. They brought in St. Vincent as a producer on this project, and this record really pushes their sound forward. There are so many lovely synth sounds, so many surprising genre nods in their songs. And lyrically, these songs address the current chaotic moment we all live in, in this deeply personal way. And Carrie told me about Stay by Rihanna, a pop ballad that inspired her writing on the final song on the record, Broken. I heard that song and album a couple of years ago, and I just I was writing songs on piano at the time every once in a while, but that's not usually how Corin or myself write songs. But we had purposely kind of changed up the methodology for the new record. And I'm just such a fan of Corin's voice. <laughs> and I just wanted to give her sort of a different canvas on which to sing, you know, different sonic landscape. And when I listened to Stay by... Rihanna, there's just something, uh, an, a certain ache in it. Yeah, I love the refrain. Not really sure how I feel about it. I love that part. Not really sure how to feel about it. Something in the way you move makes me feel like I can't live without you. It takes me out the way. I want you to you know, it's with um, Mickey Echo. He they, they sing together. I love the line. It's not much of a life you're living. It's not much of a life you're living. It's not just something you take. It's given. I think my the thing I love about that song is that I can't just pick out a single part. That there's just this. Emerge, a sense of immersion into the whole like landscape, the whole essence of the song that I don't really want to escape from. But also it's one of those slower songs that you can return to over and over again. There's, there's nothing that feels retiring about it. There's not like a finality to it. It's something that at the end you want to return to again. It's like this, it's very cyclical. And I like that about certain like ballads that that they're not just there as a punctuation you know they they tell a story and you want to keep listening it takes me out the way 
I was inspired to write at least something that just had a sense of drama and storytelling and, and heartache and pathos. And so, uh, yeah, I started writing that piano song for Corin. Uh, and it, of course, sounds totally different from that Rihanna song, but I just, I just love it so much, and I love her as an artist so much that uh, even if, I, even if I'm just inspired by it, it doesn't sound anything like it in the end. That's, you know, having, having a, a sense of, of momentum after listening to someone else's music is very exciting. Deep, deep, deep when the feelings rolling inside my mind. This is Broken. And I had read that this song was a tribute to Christine Blasey Ford, though Carrie let me know that it's about more than that. It's partially about her. It's just, it's just kind of about any, any person that sort of stood up and made themselves heard in a relation to sexual abuse or harassment or trauma. It's, it's kind of an homage to, to all those people as well as a, a personal story. But I'm breaking in two But I'm breaking inside But I'm breaking for you All the ways that we tried But I'm breaking in two You said that when you were writing, you were writing on piano and you typically had written on guitar, but for this this record, you guys had kind of given yourselves um, some permission and some space to to try to get into songs different ways than you normally did. Um, and this record sounds, it's so, it's such a departure from stuff that you've done before. Did you go into the writing of this record with that in mind, like we want to push ourselves sonically, melodically, songwriting-wise? Or is it just something that kind of like emerged as you were writing songs for this record? Both. I think that, you know, when you've made eight records and you're staring down your ninth studio album, there is a total sense of freedom. I actually disagree that it sounds so different from our other records. I, I hear so much precedence in the last record to this one. I hear a lot of precedence in one beat. In all hands. All hands. 
me, it feels like both a natural extension of some of the things we've done and then a departure. I think the goal is with each record to expand the vocabulary of what you're doing so that the next time you come back to writing or to making a record, that you have some of, you've added words to the lexicon and so you can kind of borrow from those as well uh, so that it, it's both a deviation but also um, an addition to what you've been doing. Uh, and, I, and I think this, this record, you know, we just felt like we, we had nothing to prove that we, you know, except to, to ourselves that we wanted to, you know, defy expectations, surprise people, um, and also just, just challenge ourselves, I think. Was part of that ability to build a new vocabulary, did that inform your decision to bring St. Vincent on as a collaborator during this record? Uh, I think we just wanted to work with someone new, uh, someone who would bring a, a certain kind of energy, alacrity, kind of maximalism. You know, she really uh, thinks very big and you know i think i think we wanted to utilize the studio as an instrument and to have the process be one of discovery and not just documentation which we have done previously where you know we we go in and we just kind of lay down the songs as we have them and uh and then kind of start fine-tuning them and, and this was taking each song on its own merits, figuring out how to make it a world unto itself, deconstructing it, putting it back together. And I think that was very uh, new for us in a way that really was galvanizing. Uh, so she seemed, she seemed like the right, the right person for that. She is a very imaginative producer and you know she lent that kind of ingenuity to the process every day. And this is Hurry On Home from Slater Kinney's new record, The Sinner Won't Hold. We play it a ton here at KUTX, the radio station in Austin, Texas, where we make this podcast. And I love the idea of creating an evolving musical vocabulary. I mean, that's like the whole deal, right? Continuing to add to and explore what you can do with music. Yes. Slater Kinney is on tour. They're going like everywhere in North America, and they will be here in Austin, Texas at ACL Live at the Moody Theater on November 9th. You can head to the show notes page to find a link to the tour dates, and you can also find a link there to buy or listen to their new record. Or if you're like listening in an app, you can probably just swipe up. Find those show notes. 
And I actually talked to St. Vincent for this podcast. You can find a link to that episode on the show notes page as well. I'll be back next week talking to Phineas O'Connell. He's a songwriter and a producer. He collaborates with Billie Eilish. He's her brother. And he told me about a song by Father John Misty that changed his life. And we talk about his solo work. And then after that episode, you'll hear from me every two weeks, which is a change from the weekly schedule we've had historically. But believe me, it is going to be good for all of us. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of this song. This song is a production of KTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced by Art Levy and me, Elizabeth McQueen. Thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And yes, it is true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. Please rate or review us wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. KUT's next AT Explained Live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there.